That was a great dinner. So great. Wait, where'd you park the car? Oh, the one I just sold at Carvana. What? When did you do that? When you were still looking at the menu. I went on Carvana.com and all I had to do was enter the license plate or VIN, answer a few questions, and got a real offer in seconds. They picked up the car already? No, I parked around the corner. But they are picking it up tomorrow and paying me right on the spot. Oh, no wonder you picked up the check. Yeah, about that. Uh, thought we were going halfsies. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. the Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by Henry David Thoreau. He lived from 1817 to 1862 and is probably best known for his essay, Civil Disobedience, or his book, Walden, which is, of course, about his, uh, his simple life living in a cabin in the woods. One of those two things is probably what you know him best for, but he also wrote uh, many poems. And he has one of the best photos on Wikipedia anywhere, by the way. He's got a great beard. I, I, would, I would definitely recommend t- taking a look at that picture and then writing a poem about that beard. It's one of the most poem, poemable, poemable beards I've ever seen. But the poem that I'm going to read today is called The Summer Rain. This is how it goes. My books I'd fain cast off. I cannot read... Twixt every page my thoughts go stray at large down in the meadow, where is richer feed, and will not mind to hit their proper targe. Plutarch was good, and so was Homer too. Our Shakespeare's life was rich to live again. What Plutarch read, that was not good nor true, nor Shakespeare's books, unless his books were men. Here will I lie beneath this walnut bough, what care I for the Greeks or for Troy town if just juster battles are enacted now between the ants upon this hummock's crown? Bid Homer wait till I the issue learn if red or black the gods will favor most or yonder Ajax will the phalanx turn struggling to heave some rock against the host. Tell Shakespeare to attend some leisure hour, for now I've business with this drop of dew, and see you not the clouds prepare a shower. I'll meet him shortly when the sky is blue. This bed of herds grass and wild oats was spread last year with nicer skill than monarchs use. A clover tuft is pillow for my head, and violets quite overtop my shoes. And now the cordial clouds have shut all in, and gently swells the wind to say all's well. The scattered drops are falling fast and thin, some in the pond, some in the lily bell. Drip, drip the trees for all the country round, and richness rare distills from every bough. The wind alone it is makes every sound, shaking down crystals on the leaves below. For shame the sun will never show himself, who could not with his beams e'er melt me so. My dripping locks, they would become an elf who in a beaded coat does gaily go. I suppose it's somewhat ironic to read a poem about how somebody can't pay attention to their book because of because of the uh, natural world around them, and and I don't necessarily think honestly that that Thoreau was a terribly gifted poet relative to many of the poets of his of his era, even the American poets. I think his his form is often a bit forced and maybe a little bit stilted, um, but Thoreau definitely had the spirit of a poet. You know, you see that in Walden, for example which is something of a memoir, you know, and he, he has that, 
so many of the characteristics that make for great poets. He has the eye, he has the ear, he has the, the sense of detail and the, and the appreciation, the love for very specific things in nature, for the relationships between things. And those are all, you know, essential core um, components to being a good poet. You, you can't be a good poet without those things, even if you write the most, you know, uh, beautiful turns of phrase, you're only partway there. And I think Thoreau, although maybe, like I said, a little bit stilted in his turns of phrase, this is the kind of poem that gets at the sort of soul of the poet that was, that was in him. Um, and in that way, it's, it's worth paying attention to. So because it's a little bit longer, I'll get right back to it. But this is, once again, The Summer Rain by Thoreau. My books I'd fain cast off, I cannot read. Twixt every page my thoughts go stray at large down in the meadow. Where is richer feed? and will not mind to hit their proper targ. Plutarch was good, and so was Homer too. Our Shakespeare's life was rich to live again, what Plutarch read that was not good or true, nor Shakespeare's books unless his books were men. Here, while I lie beneath this walnut bough, what care I for the Greeks or for Troy town if juster battles are enacted now between the ants upon this hummock's crown? Bid Homer wait till I the issue learn, if red or black the gods will favor most, or yonder Ajax will the phalanx turn, struggling to heave some rock against the host. Tell Shakespeare to attend some leisure hour, for now I've business with this drop of dew, and see you not the clouds prepare a shower. I'll meet him shortly when the sky is blue. This bed of herds grass and wild oats was spread last year with nicer scale than monarchs use. A clover tuft is pillow for my head and violets quite overtop my shoes. And now the cordial clouds have shut all in and gently swells the wind to say all's well. The scattered drops are falling fast and thin, some in the pond, some in the lily bell. Drip, drip the trees for all the country round and richness rare distills from every bough. The wind alone it is makes every sound, shaking down crystals on the leaves below. For shame the sun will never show himself, who could not with his beams e'er melt me so. My dripping locks they would become an elf, who in a beaded coat does gaily go. This has been The Daily Poem. I'll be back on Monday with another poem for you. Thanks for listening. 